Because I was standing next to you, and I just remembered, like, I felt that, and I just went, whoa, oh, yeah. whoa, <laughs> yeah. whoa. I was like, hey, hey, guys, like, like the floor is moving up and down. Like, we can't, we can't keep jumping. Yo, check, check this out. Caleb, I love you with all my heart, but you are yeah. not a talent. These guys put a pot-smoking Ottawa band on the litter, or test. Best podcast ever. How you doing, people? How you doing, people? Episode Good. 180. Not yet, Dan. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> Episode oh, Don't Talk Until I Introduce You. Episode 181 of We Should Jam Sometime. <laughs> you got a, a first-time guest on today. And somebody that, you know, I would suspect, you know, if you were to if you were to guess, you'd be like, this guy's probably been on a bunch of times. You know, you yeah. would, you might think that. You know, especially if you'd seen us around college, you know, you'd be like, that guy, they talk all the time. He's probably right. been on the pod a bunch. Right, right. Never, never had him on the pod before. We also, we, we're firm believers in putting our guests in their place right when they show up. Right when they start. Nothing yeah. makes me more angry. We're than, worse than, than a, the Ellen show. Than a guest that talks beforehand. <laughs> it pisses me off. Anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Daniel J. Wag on the podcast today. What's Thank up, Thank you for buddy? having me. No problem. <laughs> Not much. You may speak now. <laughs> I, I should have, I really should have known because like I have, like I, I do listen to the podcast and I should have, it just went completely over my head that there's intros and stuff like that. Like there's intros on every podcast, yeah. like in general. Yeah. Right. And you guys have been doing this for like, you guys have been doing this for a while now. Like what's the deal? Do you guys Hot drink minute. beers and stuff while you guys like uh, it depends. record pods? Right now oh, we're, yeah. we're drinking Miller Lite. You got, you got uh, beers? Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. <laughs> okay, actually, I don't know how much you guys know about this, but I have like a, I have like a, a, a persona on Twitter where okay. I like. There was like a while back, probably like last spring, where I was just like, if I po- if I tweeted anything, it was like a Miller Lite meme. Oh, or it nice. was like, or it was something like that. But it was like really terribly done ones, and it was like, oh. uh you know, it would be like an empty case of Miller Lite, and it's like whenever I'm at the party or something. Like that. <laughs> yes. you know? That's great. You know what I mean, I love that. But yeah, no Miller Lights. It's a fine pilsner. It's a fine pilsner. I never been. Uh, I I never thought I should drink light beers, and then about a year ago, I got over myself and I started b- buying them. Oh, well, do you remember when? Do you remember like? Do you remember like my? My first year of college, yeah. you always busted yeah. my balls because I pulled <laughs> oh, no. up to because I pulled up I pulled up to and not because I was drinking light beer, but do you remember I pulled up to to parties with Stella? Yep, yep. I was thinking about this today. Oh, I was thinking about this today. I used to do that? I know, dude. I would I'd be drinking like well, actually, Guinness. by that time I was drinking, drinking Guinness. Guinness. Yeah, I used to drink like Carlings, but yeah, I was drinking Guinness at the time. But I just thought it was funny to be like, gee, you're like a college kid, like <laughs> you're drinking Stellas. Like Dan Wegg's got the money over here. Prices come a, have come a long way because at the time Stella was only like a dollar more than Canadian, but now it's yeah. just through the roof. It's insane now. I just yeah. thought it was a funny beer to be drinking at a college party where most people are drinking like cheap beers, and I Man, just thought it was I, funny I'd to be started, drinking. I had really started drinking beer when I was in college, so I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I was just like, I heard someone one time say they liked Stella, and I was like, perfect. Right. <laughs> you picked a good one. Do you have siblings, or are you an only child? I have, no, I have I have one brother. Um, older or younger? He's two years older than oh, I am. Oh, okay. But him and I didn't, like, really party much or anything right. when we were in okay. high school. I right. got I got into partying when I got to college. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so I, I remember, my, like, my first call my first college party because i was in residence for my my first year i lived there with my my room one of my roommates was my friend jay and then 
we lived with there was four people because it was like apartment style or whatever right. mm. and then we lived with two andrews and one of them we called andrew and the other one we called barbados andrew because he was from barbados oh, i remember nice. barbados andrew yes they were both like pretty pretty good guys but barbados andrew loved to party he would always just like come in and out of our apartment and he was stoned all the time and i remember this one time it's 4 20 i'm making dinner i'm not i'm not participating i'm at home i make some like some pasta or something like that and i had you know the like the shaker container of like craft parmesan yeah the sticky oh, cheese yeah, man yeah. Sticky yeah. Yeah. yeah it's in a league of its own it's not actually parmesan but it's like its own thing yeah right. shaky cheese um, <laughs> Um, but he like, and I can't, and I had one and I 100% had like one of the shaker bottles in my fridge and I could, I couldn't find it anywhere. And I'm losing my mind. I call my roommate Jay out and I'm like, Jay, like I had this in here. Like, do you know what happened to it? We we both can't find it. And then I just, I I have the pasta, no Parmesan. I'm miserable. (laughs) And, and, uh, and then Barbados Andrew stumbles in like two hours after I couldn't find it. Um, and we were like talking about it. And I, oh, I asked him. And then I was like, hey, man, did you see my my bottle of Parmesan? And then he just kind of like stares at me. He's stoned out of his mind. <laughs> I know exactly. And then he just saying. goes, he goes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, I took it. And I'm going to be completely honest. I have no idea what happened to it. <laughs> oh, that's even better. <laughs> which means, which means there's like a few, op- there's a few outcomes of what could have happened. He could have just take, taken it for himself, used a little bit, lost it. Or the more interesting outcome <laughs> is that he ate the entire thing. Right. Yeah, for sure. Just powdered Which, cheese. That's got to be. That's exactly what I was thinking. It was the homie just went and ate the whole fucking thing. Just, bu- just raw dog. That would. Oh my god. That'd be intense. Yeah. A lot of. Flaves. It was like, and it was, and I was so pi- and I was so pissed because I couldn't find it. Yeah. But once he once he said that to me, I had like there was like zero animosity. I was right. like, hey, dude, I it's would okay. Fully yeah. respect good, that. Good for you. Good yeah. for you. Fully I was like, we're cool. Yeah, we're cool. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's so funny, man. Yeah, I think um I feel like yeah, if your older brother's not like teaching you how to party or uh I also just I I did realize when I came to college, like you're from Oakville, right? Or from Burlington. 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 Right, sorry, sorry. It's either Oakville or Burlington if you're an MIA basically. Yeah, yeah. Like Anella, Anella's from yeah. Burlington. Yeah. I know, dude. If you ever talk to Anella, she'll tell you she's from Burlington. Every um, single time. Every single time. And then <laughs> if she's around Dan Wegg, she'll tell you that they're both from Burlington. Um anyway. <laughs> I'll, I'll nod my head. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. that's a lot of talking to Anella. I love Anella with my whole heart, but there's a lot of I haven't just, seen yeah, Anella in yeah. so long. Dude, yeah, she's doing good, I think. But the, like uh, EP album they put out, so yeah, good. Very good, very good. Yeah, good little show. little plug for Anella there. Um, yeah. But anyway, my point being, I where I grew up, there was about nothing to do but just drink beers. So I was like well seasoned by the time I. Came. Where are you from, Mead Meadford? Meadford, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I remember. There you go. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, put it on the map. Weren't we talking about that the other night? We were talking about Meadford. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. <clears throat> what is know. what is what is Meadford most famous for? Their apples. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Our slogan used to be Meaford, the other Big Apple. 
Nice. True story. Dude, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. Meaford where that like the the legitimate like massive apple? Do you know the one I'm talking no, about? Yeah, that's there's one. Is that you guys have one? Not okay. the one I'm thinking about. That's not the great. <laughs> it's not the great palm. It's okay, not the great what are we palm, talking dude. about then? We're talking about it's the like big if you're going red to like, apple on towards the like Kingston. Oh, yeah, if you're going like towards oh, Kingston. Okay. Then no. Yeah. Then no. No, that's What's the, it called, that's the great palm, man. The oh, great that's what we that's oh, what we call it. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> we all praise the great palm. Just put in Big Apple four hundred one. Okay. People are gonna people are gonna look at you oh, weird if you call it the big palm, the great whatever. palm, dude. The great palm, the great yeah, palm. dude. Yeah, all hail. You never like oh, saw that guy, when you were yeah. like driving driving on the highway. Yeah, I, def- it's usually, I definitely. Have. That's like a, if you're going to Montreal kind of thing you're gonna see it i yeah. forget where i think you're right like kingston area. so this is our big apple it's a uh, like an information stand it's much smaller yeah i don't know so that's all it is smaller apple oh, oh yeah it's so much smaller yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no i feel so silly <laughs> Dude, they, got, they got like a petting zoo and shit oh yeah that's Caleb's not like Caleb's yeah. like look at this apple yeah. Dude, it's <laughs> nice. god damn it man that's awesome. Yeah, we had to get rid of it as a slogan though, because people just thought that it was like some way of us saying that like we were like some kind of sister city with New York, and mm. we were just like, no, it's just we thought it was a fun thing to say that we were the other Big Apple because we're such a small town. Everyone's thinking about it too much. You're overthinking. Yeah, you're yeah, overthinking it. We just have sure. apples. We got orchards. apples here. Yeah. Man. Do yeah. you like apples? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, dude. We just. I know a lot of people though that like grew up in in like small towns where it was like. Okay, what are we doing? We could walk around <laughs> with a beer in our hand. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, uh, I was just I... saying the other day uh, we were talking about like uh, like cops or whatever, and I said I went home like second year of uh, for like Canada Day or some shit in second year, and we were all hanging out. We were gonna walk down to the harbor. And we were obviously we were drinking and then we were like taking beers with us and we see like a cop, like an OPP coming down the street and we all just like instinctively threw the beer into the bush. And then the guy just drove by us and we were like, oh, yeah, it's Meaford. We probably know the cop. <laughs> yeah. it was, it's all good. And then For we were sure. all pissed that we wasted the beer because we got you're so scared. used to you're so used to living in uh what is it Fleming Fleming yeah we're, yeah Crescent. you're so used to living in like the party area where the cops <laughs> I remember like I remember I moved into my uh college house the chum bucket yes um legendary we moved in and it's like that first weekend and there's hundreds of people we're on thurman circle yeah. like the street yeah 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 and all of like there's hundreds of people and there's also cops like one of them had like a grenade launcher with like tear gas <laughs> Dude, fuck yeah yeah it was like it was like it was insane but it was just like Police knew, man. They knew that the partying happened there. I remember us like sitting on our front porch that night, just watching everything happen. Oh, just yeah. people watching. The house right next to us, the there's like this girl on the roof. She's like drunk out of her mind, falls off the roof. Gets we all like, <laughs> <laughs> we all it like we run over. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Uh, we uh, we like run over. <laughs> And we're like, oh my God, are you okay? Are you okay? And then she gets up and she goes, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. You are the piece of shit. Yeah, that's we great. Were like, we were like, you literally just fell off a fucking roof? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Natasha. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, you got like seven broken vertebrae. <laughs> but fuck me, I guess. She cool. just went on with her night, man. Crazy, dude. Yeah, we because we lived uh, like three houses into Fleming, so we never really got like any of the shit. Like we would have people coming and going from parties, 
but like you were you guys lived right in the thick of it like i'm really glad we we didn't live deep into the fleming or thurman areas because that was especially like dude like obviously saint patty's day but like any type of like drinking holiday dude the cops from like 9 a.m to fucking oh yeah nine the next morning would just circle that area they were i think we were all in like house arrest or something yeah so yeah police yeah jesus where are you guys going I want to know recap. what I want to know what Natasha is up to these days. <laughs> Did she play probably dead? Probably, she can't or, walk or like straight. a financial consultant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two yeah, kids. Yeah. That's so funny, man. People when they go to like university, it's like they'll be like the craziest fucking people party so hard, <laughs> yeah. and then it's like, oh, you're a nurse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For Dude, sure. I awesome. tell this story all the time, but there's a guy that. Uh, was a few years older than me, and uh, actually, I, I believe his mom owned one of the apple orchards. Actually, um, anyway, just to tie that all That's together. Um, but anyway, he was like shout a like a big party big animal, animal. And Meaford were like he would fucking like pull his dick out at beer pong parties and stuff. <laughs> and then you would like go into the bank in Meaford, and he'd be working at the bank like helping an old lady. And she'd be like, "You're so sweet," and you'd be like, "Oh yeah," and you're like, "Dude, I saw your like, dick whatever, last bitch. night." Yeah, yeah, he's, so, he's, he's sweet until you play beer pong. Yeah, with him. yeah, yeah. Hey, Gladys, fucking pony up on the other side of the beer pong table. It's too flinching. Do you ever think about like what the most problematic majors are, especially when you go to a college, not even like a university? Business. It's like, oh yeah. Police foundations, dude. Oh, yeah. 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 No one in police foundations is actually set on being a police officer. No, not at all. It's so funny because I had, because like one of my roommates in my first year of college was in police foundations. And I was like talking to him about it. And I was like, okay, so you go to school here for three years. They teach you about being a police officer in the law. And then you go to the police academy where they reteach you <laughs> everything the that again. you just learned in police foundations again. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then you get out and they're like, so did you learn all the shit about being a cop? He's like, no, but yeah, do yeah. a rocket, all, buddy. <laughs> You're like, yeah. get this man a gun. Yeah. <laughs> get him a gun. Get him some pepper spray. Mm-hmm. Send him on his way. Oh my God. Yeah. I would not have lasted like four nights as that guy's roommate. No chance. <laughs> Anybody that's like uh, in finances of any kind, Craig's right. Business, business guys. Yeah, dude. like mm. those. Sell are me the, this pen. Those are the worst people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, Carl. Shut Carl up. made a good point one time. We were walking back from the studio one night. It was like a. I might have even been like a Friday, and I was like, man, it's crazy. Like all these people, like it's just fucking like how obnoxious they are going to parties. Like, I don't know, we party, but we're not like that obnoxious. And he was like, but dude, you got to think about it. Like we're in like a cool program. We do cool shit every day. Every day is a hang for us where these people are fucking living for Friday night. Like that's all they got. I was like, yep, I didn't even think about that. Like we just are like strolling into studios and hanging out with like our profs fucking did Coke in the eighties, you know, (laughs) (laughs) know? their profs do Coke now. Yeah. yeah. You think about like some of our profs, like I remember, like, I, I don't smoke. I've never smoked. But I remember I would go out for smoke breaks all the time just because that's where everyone went. And I remember one time, one of our professors, Joe Vaughn, shout out. Shout out, guy. Yep, cool um, man. I watched him down a fucking cigarette in, I swear to God, three puffs. Yep. Just. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Done. Yeah, it's that's true. I can uh, that I can attest to that because it would be funny having guys go out there and just be like, "I'm going to smoke with Joe," and like they would like have lit their cigarette, and he'd be like, "All right, boys, let's get back in there." And everybody's like, "Fuck!" 
That's wild <laughs> as fuck. This whole Because Joe would always be like, he'd get us set up in the studio, and then he'd be like, all right, I'm going to go for a smoke, have this done by the time I get back. But it'd be like some like ridiculous, it'd be like an hour-long thing you have to do, but it'd yeah. just be like a thing you would say. Like, I'm going out for a smoke. You're like, that means we have 45 seconds to finish, the, <laughs> to finish this task you gave us. I just don't get how they feel better after that. You know, they come in, oh, they're yeah. just like... Yeah, I just suck back fucking 100 grams of <laughs> tobacco in four seconds. I feel great. Dude, it's just different breeds of guys, man. I don't know. This is, this is what's going to get me through the next 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing, though, man. Like, watching him specifically, Joe, interact with some of the students that weren't as inclined musically uh, or especially like for engineering, use the engineering prof. It was hilarious. Cause you could see like, it was everything in him to not like say some offensive shit, <laughs> like, you know, or like you just like catch his eye and just be like, Holy fuck, I'm going to need somebody to at one time. He, there was somebody in recording acoustic guitar or something. And he like muted the fucking room and was like, yo, cam, I'm going to need you to come in at later and re-record all of this for me. It was for like a class lift. <laughs> God <laughs> yeah. damn. It was fucking brutal. One of my favorite um, memories of Jovan was, Share the land, so like MIA, they put on like a you know concert every year at the London Music Hall, and then uh, it's my first year of college, so it was your year that would have been doing it, right? Knocking um, it out of the park, right? Uh, yeah. I think I think that the London Music Hall has come a long way since then, um, in terms of their security, because <laughs> they like uh, I walk through, oh, I remember I walk this. through, they go, "Are you? Can I see your ID?" And I go, "Not nineteen, I'm like 18. and they go, "Okay." Sh- Give me your hand. And on like the back of my hands, they put, you know, the X's or whatever. And I go, okay, cool. Book it to the bathroom. Yeah. And then I like watch the, wash the X's off of my hands. I think I bought like one beer. Like that was all I had. I didn't, I think I was cash or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, for, I just remember not having enough money on me to buy another beer. And I was having a casual conversation with Joe Vaughn during like the intermission or something. And then, um, I was like, Oh, how much is like, we were talking about how expensive beer was there. And then I was like, yeah, man, like I only have like this much, like I can't even buy a beer with that. And then he's like, he's like, well, how much more, how much more do you need? And (laughs) I'm like, I don't know, like whatever, like this. And then he gives it to me. And then, um, I go and I get my beer, my buddies around me, they're all like laughing and it's like, what's laughing? And I was like, and then he's like, oh, what do you, what are they laughing about? And I was like, well, I'm not. I'm not 19. And then he just kind of like, he, he didn't even like skip a beat. He just looks at me with that like Joe Vaughn like <laughs> smile. Legend. And then he just goes, nah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Dude, okay. I remember that because I remember you running up to me and being like, and telling me the story. You're like, dude, I thought I watched these X's right off my hand. And yeah, then dude. anytime I would walk up to you and you're, you're telling somebody else. And I was like, you need yeah, to dude, I was telling people because somebody's <laughs> going to hear you and be like, yo, yeah, get some X's back on this kid's hair. <laughs> I don't know. Is there a fault, man? What? Some magic marker on the back of your hand? Oh, yeah. Oh, for man. sure. Like I shit. totally agree. It's I can stop anybody. Yeah, I'm glad that you could enjoy some bad beverages that night i'm just mm-hmm. i just remember being like dude maybe don't be like so outspoken about it <laughs> yeah I oh I, I was definitely like 18 and stupid yeah <laughs> i haven't had to wash the x's off before but uh it was my first show at call the office i think i was oh. it was either 16 or 17 oh. i was real young yeah and uh we went to go see barn burner and gallows i remember it was a fucking awesome show but we showed up and there's a sign up front that said id at the door so right. i hand him my ID because it says you need to have ID at the door and they put a wristband on me and I go in 
And then the rest of my 16, 17-year-old buddies all come in and they're just like, how'd you get a wristband? And I was like, I gave him my ID. Like, yeah. you guys don't have wristbands? They were like, no, they put X's on our hands. I was like, did you give him an ID? They were like, no, we're not 19. I was like, dude, just give him a fucking ID. <laughs> so I was buying beer all night. I yeah. was like, dude, all you got to do is just give them ID, like any ID, I guess. Yeah. The guy was like, this is an ID. This is yep. an ID. Give him a you, bracelet. You may have Pabst Blue Ribbon <laughs> all night. Perfect. Yeah, it was sick, dude. It worked out great. Best first show ever. <laughs> there really are few things more exciting than being underage and like like getting like skating through under the radar and being it's like, dude, great. I could drink here tonight. Yeah. I remember one. Know. Yeah, I remember one time it was like I was 18. I was like a few months into college. Honestly, I think it was during the strike. I remember I didn't know anything to do. And then I got a friend who was 19 to like go into the LCBO, buy me some drinks or something like that. Um, but I was I was still 18 and stupid. And <laughs> so I like and I remember because it's like you you just can't touch it. Right. You just yeah. can't touch the stuff. Yeah. And so I go, okay. And I just like went in with him. He grabbed the stuff. And then uh, the woman asked for his ID and gave it. And then she goes, can I have your ID? And I go, well, I don't have it on me. Like, it's not it's not for me. I didn't touch anything. Yeah. Right. And then she's like, uh, she's like, well, I can't, sir, I can't sell it to him then. And I was like, so I'm from Burlington, right? Burlington's got like more LCBOs than they know what to do with. Right. <laughs> and then. She's like, I can't sell it to you then. And I was like, cool, we'll go drive two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll go to the next LCBO that will sell it to us. Yeah. God damn. People are so stupid. That actually happened to me uh, like last weekend or something. I was getting some drinks at the LCBO and Julia was with me. And Julia never brings her ID anywhere. I think I told this on the last episode, but I'll keep it short. And so she was like, I had some stuff. And then I was buying her a couple of drinks. And... Uh, we were getting to the line and I like took one of the three from her and then I couldn't get the other two before the guy was like, oh, I can help you. So we just go up and he like IDs me and then he like tries to ID her and she's like, oh, I don't have my ID. And the guy was just like, what? You don't have your ID? Like, <laughs> is it in the car? And I was like, no, I'm like, whatever. I guess just like, don't buy those. I'm like, they're, I was like, I'm buying the stuff. And he's like, well, she touched it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like whatever. So like she, I, but I'm like, you saw me take the one drink from her beforehand, but like that was fine. It is it a just, strange rule. It's such a weird rule to me. My mom got caught with it one time. Like I, my brother and I were like so young. It was kind of when they first started that rule or whatever. And my mom's in there. My mom has like back problems. And so she had like thrown her back out or whatever. She needed like, she went to go in to get a bottle of wine. She's with my brother who's probably like eight years old. Yeah. So clearly not drinking. Yeah. It's the bottom, yeah. it's the bottom shelf. It's the bottom shelf. So she's like, hey, can you like pick that up for me? Walks it to the cash register. The guy's like, oh, like. I can't sell this to you. And she's like, why not? And she goes, well, like, you, well, you might be buying it for your, your, oh, you think I'm buying it for my eight-year-old eight old son? <laughs> yeah, that's why. You think I'm buying it for, like, my child? Yeah. Who's, Dude, who's not even a- weed <laughs> cigarettes, okay? Like, fucking, he's cool. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't, I mean, I've never had it explained to me, but I, I think it's a, it's just a strange rule. You can have it if you can drink the whole bottle right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, hit the gritty. Show them how cool you are. <laughs> All right, man. Dude, I got some topics. You want to hit some topics? Yeah, up? hit me with okay, it. Let's let go. Let me see. I'm going to be honest. Not a whole lot going on in the world of music this that's week. Right, man. Oh, dude, that's what I was going to do. I don't know if I can can I share my screen or not with you. You know what? I don't know that the TikTok is good enough to go to all this trouble. I'm just going to say what okay. it says. I'll add it in post. Who's a drummer that is good, but people say is bad? Wouldn't that be Lars Ulrich from Metallica? 
I don't get that. What's up with that? I always thought he was really good. I'm not a drummer, but I recognize good drum. I mean, I always thought he was an incredible drummer. How could he? Have I, I, I don't understand that. But a lot of people say he's not bad. I don't know if it's a joke, and I'm falling into a trap right now, but I would definitely say he's a really good drummer, and he takes a lot of heat for not being one. He, like, he's not, he's not the best drummer in Metallica, they say. What? Someone help me out. Clue me in. I saw this video, and... Uh... It's one of those things, like, I mean, when I was growing up, like, even, I didn't really listen to Metallica, but I knew that Lars Ulrich was the drummer of Metallica, and you have this aura of, like, well, everyone in that band's really good, right? right. They have to be really good. They're in fucking Metallica. Right. But Lars Ulrich fucking sucks. <laughs> he's, so, he's awful. He's not good. He's and real bad. There's one, just before we continue to rip on Lars, there's one comment I saved because I thought it was very funny for all of us here. We play, we've all played live music. This person commented... Uh, yeah, he's good, but kind of sloppy when performing live. He's always off beat and stuff. Great point. Somebody responds to that and says, as a drummer, you're supposed to go faster playing live to fit in more songs on the set list. And then no. this person was like, <laughs> no, the person said, no. I didn't know that. That makes sense though. And then the other guy was like, yeah, that's it. And I was like, that's not true at all. No, not no, at this all. is how it all, this is how, <laughs> this is how it's like, you wonder what happened during like the pandemic and stuff like the that. Downfall. It's this. It's yeah. that. It's, this is a society. perfect metaphor for so um, many stupid people now. Lars is an example of someone who also who also doesn't age like wine as well. Like in terms of like his playing. Right. Right. No. Right. <laughs> like it's just so. Uh, for, first off, for that comment, I actually almost I don't really comment on on uh, online or whatever. But I wanted to comment and be like. No, like sometimes like generally drummers like songs will be faster live because of like adrenaline and stuff yeah but it's not like a thing that, that it's we're like, not aiming yo, you you play faster. you play faster so you can fit fucking 12 songs in instead of nine like that's no. crazy no it's not a not fuck a it's not punk rock in the 80s where every song's 30 <laughs> seconds when i was like <laughs> when i was playing in sneaker club and we would like do a set and then someone would be like you played that song really fast i was never like i was always like Oh damn! Really? Shit. It was yeah. never like, well, there's a reason for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so, I thought you wanted to hear just more songs. Gaslighting yeah. your audience. Just like, Let me explain to something like to that. you. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Obviously, you haven't been to many shows in your life. Yeah. Let oh me explain God, something fuck. to you. <laughs> that's so brutal. Dude, it was funny because I had also just seen a TikTok where from the Metallica documentary where. Um, fucking uh james hetfield is just like so annoyed that lars can't just play like a basic beat that like came up like, for me the yeah other day like they're too. just they're just playing like they're trying to like james is trying to show them a riff and they're trying to work it out and lars is trying to be like all fancy and shit and he's like can you just play a straight be beat please and lars is like oh you don't you don't like all that and he's like no we're just trying to figure it out <laughs> like i just need tempo that's all i need yeah. is tempo you made i a, actually you made a regular i actually beat? don't like it at all yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like just play anything but that. God damn. Yeah. I was really surprised that that guy didn't say Ringo Starr. That the a lot of the other comments are Ringo Starr. That's a yeah. popular take. That's a very popular and, take. And I don't I don't think Ringo's a bad drummer either. That's a hot take, no. I guess. Then again, any like seasoned musician would probably say the same that Ringo's not a bad drummer. Right. It's Dave a lot Grohl of Grohl like, wouldn't say that. Do you no, ever that's... see that? You know that like video where they got like a whole drummers like drummers? they have like Trey, yeah. Trey Cool. They have like uh, uh, Dave Grohl, a bunch of other drummers or uh, whatever. <laughs> all the all other like, drummers. Ringo, they're like Ringo Starr, dude. Like you, he's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the whole video. All, it's like four minutes. It's like four begging. minutes. <laughs> they're begging the audience, just be like, please reconsider. <laughs> he's actually okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
That is actually a very good video. Yeah, they get like basically every drummer ever in that video. They give them all the Ringo kit. Right. Yeah, it's pretty dope. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and then that video ends with paid by paid for by the Beatles. Yeah, totally. Yeah, (laughs) dude, that's hilarious. Yeah, but I just thought you know another bad take. I couldn't believe the guy was like, yeah, fuck Lars. No, I never understood it. (laughs) That video ends where he's just like, people say Lars isn't the best drummer in Metallica. I don't get it. Somebody explain it to me. Like, cause he's not, he's awful. I yeah, don't even James, play drums. James Hetfield awful. is genuinely a better drummer. They're, <laughs> yeah. They used to, they used to all swap on stage and Lars would sing for a song. And it was actually dope. It was yeah. pretty fun. He almost looked like uh he almost looked like a little version of the Iron Maiden guy. That's Bruce oh, Dickinson. Yeah. He's just a little guy, just a little version. How do you but, guys, uh, how do you guys feel about what, how, like, what are you guys thoughts on like instrument swapping on stage? I think it's because I have my own thoughts about it. I think but. it's fun so long as everyone's good at what they swap. Right. right. Honestly, if you swap and it's just like some guys just holding it down on the bass. Right, right. I guess it's yeah. like uh. right. It's the one guy in the band where he's like, "Please do we not swap? I can please. only play drums. Yeah, <laughs> please." I'm trying to think. I don't know that I have thoughts on it. I think I've only ever seen Anella in the early hours do it. And I think Excuse Me does it, but I think just like the two guys do it. And Excuse I've Me, I've seen some like I've seen some show. I can't I can't remember what the bands were. It was just like some show. I remember seeing some shows and some like cramped spaces where they're like, "We're gonna we're gonna change instruments, man!" And then they do, but it's so cramped <laughs> that everyone's like time. everyone's like crawling over <laughs> each other. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> it's just like, it's also- everyone's just like. The the coolest right. one is when someone like this like the singer will go back and they'll swap drummers without stopping the beat kind of thing. Right. That shit's really cool. Right. But yeah, I can only imagine like a basement show and it's like, okay, we're gonna swap and you're just hearing <laughs> of like the fucking guitar just yeah. fucking over <laughs> you know, everyone's trying to swap and they're just like the the straps falling off yeah. the guitar. Yeah. Someone yeah. drops a drumstick and they can't find it. It's like what the fuck is going on right now? Dude, didn't Derek Weebly from Some Forty One like fuck his backup like real bad because him and the drummer would swap places and he like he fucked his backup drumming. Like, I did, like, I've never like, heard really this. fucking badly. <laughs> yeah, God like, damn. He like threw his back. It was like a regular part of their show, I think. And they switched in just one show. He fucking threw his back out drumming. And Shit. Like, fucked him up real bad. Oh, I've never heard this before. Yeah, I, thought, I heard that a long time ago, but that's pretty crazy. Um, fuck, I, I was going to say, oh, what I do have, a stage move I do have a problem with, which is very relevant. So this weekend, uh, <laughs> Craig and I were at Palisade, and we saw uh, the Moonpool Collective play, Josh Grossi's, uh new band. And uh, do you remember Little Nick, Dan? Nick Ry- Little- Ryba? Nick Ryba? Yeah. I think he was, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's playing guitar in this band. Now, the last time we saw Moonpool play, uh, Nick's a pretty good guitar player, uh, but he was soloing and everything just behind his board. So afterwards, I gave him like, I was like, you gotta fucking, you gotta move around. You gotta if your guitar, you gotta doing a guitar solo. That's your time yeah. to shine, right? This time, I'm watching them play. I'm like, this guy's he's moving in front of the board, right on, cool. The guy's also using wireless pack. And then at one point mm-hmm. in the set, he, which apparently I learned afterwards, he's been planning this for weeks. <laughs> he, he walks <laughs> off the stage and then right up to me and then soloed in front of me, which felt like an eternity. It was probably like 20 seconds. It felt like forever. I hated every yeah. second of it. It makes me so angry and it made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> and then the rest of the night, he was just like, you didn't like that? I was like, no, I fucking hated that because I, I hate the move. One, I just oh, hate the no. move. Stay. Like just going up to one person, just like... 
Yeah. The, well, yeah, but I, I but I also hate to like stay on the stage. Don't come off the stage. It makes yep. me I hate it so much. And, Didn't he uh, take yeah. the stairs too? He took the stairs too, which is also the less cool. The less the, cool way. The to mu- do it. less Jump cool off way. The stage, yeah. Dude. Now, Tilker made a good point. Nick's not a tall man. Um, not that I am either, but Nick is significantly shorter than I. A short king, as they say. Yes, and um, he, he this he's definitely not taller than the stage was, so he could have hurt himself. Right. Do you but remember, it's rock um, and roll. There's, there is, um, uh, so, so, so whoop, whoopsie, lovely, lovely guy. And <laughs> do you remember? I think, I think you and I talked about it one time where he like, he's like when he solos, he just like he goes for it. And there was like one show where he like, he like, he goes, he jumps up onto a chair like effortless, effortlessly, like yeah. no, no worry whatsoever, like so confident. And then when he's coming, when he's coming back down off the chair from the solo, it's so like, oh, oh, incredibly oh, careful. Just, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that show. I believe oh, it was at the Richmond God. Tavern, and I was like, uh, actually, and I think he got up on a table, and then, table? and then he, yeah, and then he gingerly got down. You know what though? He's probably done it multiple times, and it was just the same. Yeah, I'm probably gonna bleep his name out, but <laughs> but, he, but he is a good he is a good guy. But it just yeah. yeah, it's very it's one of those rock moves where you're like, oh cool, and then you're like, ah oh, damn, you didn't fully commit to it. You gotta yeah. if you're you got, on stage. Yeah. You gotta fully commit. I remember, yeah, do like that Spider Man where you tip the chair over and yeah, walk down. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, because to I me, remember, if you're falling, it's at least you tried versus mm-hmm. you didn't try. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I was like the first show I ever played at Rum Runners, I like you know you do the thing that everyone does. You kind of step over the the monitor wedges and you stand yeah. on the big subwoofers. You yeah. you know you rock your shit out. Hell yeah! And then um, I remember and it went great the first time. And then we go and we do whatever the next show of ours was at rum runners and i go fully like maximum confidence but some but something had fucking changed and those <laughs> subwoofers got were got like wobbly yeah and so i like oh, no. i like i'm like i'm like this is gonna be sick man i'd like jump over the the wedges onto the subwoofers and then immediately like my legs have like the confidence of like a of like a newborn baby <laughs> and i'm like oh I'm like oh no oh no and i'm trying to like not fall over while right. i'm like looking cool yeah yeah it's a scary moment the first time you go over that little divide, yeah. man, for real. I've never I think I've had a couple wobble instances on those subwoofers, but I've never had a disaster happen there. Um, I do remember when you played with Heart Attack Kids, that release show, Jared fucking stepped and like stepped into a hole over the Oh, did he really? Yeah, he like fully oh, fell and that. like cut his arm and shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, he recovered good though. It was it but, was fucking punk, dude. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And that's again, you're a punk rock band, but yeah. I was telling Nick the other day, because he was just like, oh yeah, like, well, it's just hard, man. Like you're nervous. And I was like, right. But the one thing, if you're on stage, like you're already up there. Yeah. So like you might as well fucking go for it, right? Do some crazy shit. Um, and I remember there was one time we were playing at Bovine Sex Club and like, I move around like an idiot on stage or whatever. And I, I tripped. And in the moment I was like, man, I'm so like, I look like such a fucking loser. Like I was so hard on myself. And then I got sent the video. Like somebody had videotaped that song. And it just, because of the way I move, it looked totally normal and natural. Like it didn't look like I tripped at all. Like if you watched the video, you wouldn't have thought I tripped. And I was like, dude, I was like, it ruined my night. I was just like, dude, I look like such a fucking fool up there. Oh, and yeah. then I was like, yeah, nobody noticed. It I've, had, I've had more two of those. When it's I played, like- um, when I played Juno Fest, I remember specifically I like stumbled backwards and fell into the drum kit. Ooh. <laughs> Fuck. And it was like and it was like 
it was pretty it was pretty embarrassing i remember like my like my parents were there and stuff like that and i was just like <laughs> oh, no. i just remember and and i got up re- i got up really quickly but i just remember being like oh my god like how am i gonna <laughs> was that like a knock over hurt? some drums kind of not like run into the drums honestly or? The, the kit the kit didn't get messed up that bad i think you know like a few of the breakables got knocked over we recovered really quickly but it was nice. like yeah one of the most embarrassing things that ever happened to me while i was on stage <laughs> that's a hard one <laughs> dude i got this other one that uh i labeled it as uh, the music industry is dead set on killing itself okay let's see that might be okay. a little dramatic but this um, is like the title of like a tiktok no or? no no this isn't a tiktok article? This, is a, this is an nme article uh no that's the title i gave it to try to make it sound cool when i presented awesome. this to you uh <laughs> the headline is architects the band architects calls on bands to go on strike against venues taking a cut of merch sales fuck yeah i don't i don't yep. even know that i knew they were taking cuts of merch mm-hmm. sales. It's, it's uncommon but yeah yeah so he, there was a tweet from the drummer uh of architects and he said hey bands uh when are we going to go on strike and get rid of these insane venue merch cuts or maybe we don't play until we get a cut of the bar can we get this done asap the singer of architects retweeted that instead of venue in melbourne took 15 percent of their merch and it took four hours for them to get their merch girl a light and like those are like regular there's another venue that they talked about in here taking 25% or wanted to take 25% of the That's merch. Mental. Isn't that insane? They're like, we have to charge more for our merch now or or make no money on merch because we won't do that. Like it's right. Did you see did you see any of those like videos from I, I don't know if it was a trial or a hearing over like Live Nation and Ticketmaster? There was like this trial or whatever that happened just due to like ticket prices and like all the fiascos that like went on with you know like taylor swift's tour right. uh, like crash Ticketmaster and stuff yeah and there's this one guy who's talking he's in a band called lawrence they're pretty cool but he was just like talking and he was like yeah like you know like these venues get to take cuts from our merch sales where we on the other hand even though we're packing these rooms we don't get to take like a cut of the bar sales or anything like that or whatnot it's crazy dude like 15 percent is fucked it's yeah. nuts, dude. Even like, yeah, and then some like another venue going twenty five percent is insane. Like, we want a quarter of. of your fucking merch cut, especially when merch was basically like the last line of defense for bands to be exactly. like, at least we have our merch. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. They were like, fuck you, nope. Wow, they take cuts off the tickets. They, t- I mean, I'm just talking about Ticketmaster right now. Fuck Ticketmaster. Yeah, for sure. It's but, insane. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking, it. it's just like, it seems so, it's like, dude, what is, do they just not want people to come to shows anymore? It's crazy. Did you have any like venues that like you've done shows and where you just remember like ridiculous, like any just like ridiculous things that you had to like comply with or any or anything like I've that? I've never like, had Did you have any merch crazy. cuts or anything like that? No, I've never personally had anything crazy. I don't know that we've ever played big enough shows where that is like an issue. But I did yeah. one gig and it was like it wasn't it was it wasn't any one specific thing. It was like at the end of the night, I cut we kind of realized we got fucking scammed. It was like uh this venue in Aurelia, Ontario. Ugh, gross. And uh it was like in like an industrial alley. It was very strange. <laughs> And I remember being told, like, as we were pulling up, it was like, we're going to have to find someone to do door for us. And I was like, okay, I guess. So we pull up, and, like, I'm just the fucking bass player in this situation, too. So I was like, I'm not fucking finding anyone to do. I don't know anyone in Aurelia, either. (laughs) We pull up, and it's like one big it's it like the bar. it It was like a cafe kind of vibe, but it was like just one big open room. And they were like, well, we're going to do door, like, past the bar because we're not going to turn people away right it's just like well 
fucking then no one's gonna pay cover then yeah right yeah. they're all just gonna sit at the back yeah. it's the same fucking one room right um but so we we play the gig the stage was shit too it was one of those like you could only fit the drums on this stage right. nice so we're all on the floor uh i remember seeing the guy that was supposed to be doing door like standing at the front with us at, like <laughs> t- two songs in i'm like okay so he's not taking yeah. any money yeah. no chance and then we finished the set. There's not. It wasn't even a very good crowd. And then I go up to the bar. I'm like, hey, can I get a Pilsner or some shit? And they were just like, it's going to be this much. And I was like, well, I'm in the band. Yeah. And they were like, it's this yeah, much money. Good for man. you. And I was like, are you <laughs> fucking for real? So then I like, I pay like fucking 10 bucks to yeah. get a couple beers. I sit down with Wally. And I'm like, so how did we do? And he was like, well, we didn't make any money because th- there was no one doing door. <laughs> And I'm like, so we just fucking paid yeah. to play here then? <laughs> yeah. We paid money to drink beers and fucking be here. Yeah. And then like I had to like eat Burger King twice that day and we <laughs> stayed in a hotel. Yeah. Like it was like a yeah. we just spent a bunch yeah. of money. Like, so fuck Aurelia, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But like <laughs> That is brutal. It was fucked. Like I was like, just one thing after like by the end of the show, I was like, so what did we do here yeah. tonight? What was the whole fucking did plan? Did we even sell one shirt? It was wild. Yeah, there was nothing. Yeah. No, there was we we spent money. God. I ate Burger King two times. <laughs> That's the worst. The worst. Just oh, this is going off of like weird stages slash rooms. Have you guys ever been to the Cameron House here in Toronto? Yeah, I have. I've yeah. never been. No. Okay, so the Cameron House. The way it works, you go through the front door. They have like the bar room, kind of like the main yeah. room or it's whatever. Like a smaller stage in the front. Yeah, and then yeah. you go to the back, and there's like a back room, kind of like like Rivley vibe. Like there's a back room with like a a live room with like a stage and everything. I like go there. My buddy John, he's been on the pod. He plays with you guys sometimes. Yeah. Um, he's playing like drums live for the first time for his buddy's show. Oh yeah. Um, anyways, so like I pull up there with a bunch of with some of the boys from from the college days, <laughs> and um, we pull up, we go to the back. The, the, nothing's going on in the front room yet. There's people there, nothing's going on. And then we uh, the show hasn't started yet. So then we pop out to grab a bite to eat. We come back. Show started in the front room, but the problem is is that the stage is right beside the door to the back room. <laughs> and so oh, no. we're there and it's a packed house and so my buddy and i were like this is so awkward and so we we have to like for like two minutes straight we just like a sorry uh excuse me excuse me and we and it's like an older crowd and we just look like these assholes trying to like <laughs> get to the front and then like everyone's watching us just like walk past the band right. to go into the back and we were like that was the most awkward thing that we've ever had to do in a long time <laughs> And then we find out the bar is a cash bar, and we go, well, do you guys have an ATM? And they go, yeah, and it's back at the front door oh, no. of the bar. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, then, so, so then we had to go back out and, like, shimmy our way back through this crowd who already hates us. Right. And then uh, we, like, get our money and whatnot. It was a weird – like it was, like, a good show, but it was a weird show because they brought a bunch of people um, – who are like friends of the guy in the band? They all took like a party bus from Barrie That's into sick. Toronto. Oh my god! And then I've never seen I've never seen a hornier group of people. <laughs> like I'm there with like what a bunch was of my the friends. band? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Oh man, I don't even remember. I can't even remember. I think it was like it was the name of it was the name of his um uh it was the name of his friend uh 
but everyone's grabbing on everyone and like making out. There's this one guy who's like, who's like making out with this one girl. And then there's like someone's mom there and he starts hitting on her and stuff like that. It was like the wildest. It was one of the wildest things that I've ever seen at a show before. (laughs) That's sick. Because everyone knew each other. (laughs) Cameron House Swingers Club, baby. (laughs) Perfect. That's that's so funny. Um, Dude, that reminds me. John Gould was actually here today. He was in town, and we were oh, no uh, we, yeah, we were shooting the shit, having some coffee, and we were reminiscing about uh, MIA, and we were talking about the first Chum Bucket uh, show, Holy which shit. Um, I'll set the scene for everybody here before uh, Dan tells his experience. So again, MIA, we would have house venues every year. Dan's uh, Dan's house um, valiantly took up the lead to, to have for their <laughs> year. They called it the Chum Bucket. Now again, general setup for these shows: go in the basement, have shows. I believe uh, <laughs> Luke Van Bakel uh, decided. Let's change up the aesthetic and have the bands on the on the upper floor. And I remember being told this plan, being like, "I don't think that's a great idea." Aesthetically, I agree with him. To this day, I agree. It looked mm-hmm. cooler. <laughs> we have. I can't remember. I think Anella played that show. Dime played yeah. that show. It was a decent show. Lots of people on the top floor. And Dan spent most of the show coming up to me and other people that he was close with saying please tell people to stop jumping please stop jumping (laughs) the the floor of the house was just i mean built well built well built really well we hadn't even um the show starts uh from what i remember because i didn't catch on to what was really happening like structurally until until later that night. I remember it was like our first show. We had a bunch of cases of this warm, terrible oh, beer that we were yes. trying to get rid of. And so every anyone anyone who paid cover got like a free beer. And it was terrible, but it was free, right? Yes. Nice. And it was like a Club, craft beer and it was yeah, very bad. Yeah. So yeah. bad. It was a <laughs> I believe it was called a brute IPA. I believe that's correct. I think it was um, like collective arts or something. Yeah. If like a if you're was. a brewery guy, if you're mm. a craft beer guy. Um, but <laughs> the show starts where like um Sneaker Club, I think, opened it. And then and then so I play, we're going on with our night. Everyone's kind of have everyone's having a good time and whatnot. Anella goes, everything's fine. And then I remember I remember it so vividly. I'm I'm standing there watching Dime and um I believe they were playing Don't You Forget About Me um, uh, because cause of the like, ha, 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 and everyone, including myself, is jumping up and down. And then I took a quick second to recover myself, and I'm standing with like both my feet on the ground, and I just feel the floor going like this. Yeah, just flex. Yeah. And I just remember, because I was... Cause I was, cause I was standing next to you, and I just remembered, like I felt that, and I just went, "Whoa, oh, yeah. whoa, <laughs> yeah. whoa!" I was like, "Hey, hey, guys, like, like the floor is moving up and down. Like, we can't, we can't keep jumping." <laughs> and and then we kind of started like settling everyone down. Party ends, everything's fine. We do one more show with the band on the top floor. And then I spent that show just like right, right. policing people so hard. And I had such a terrible time. I remember like, cause I also, I also agree to this day that the bands looked way cooler on yeah, the top floor. Yeah. So much better. And I just remember the second show ended and I remember with just like one of my roommates getting into like a bit, like everyone had left. We were in having like a bit of an argument and 
And I'm sure in retrospect, they probably uh, don't agree with what they with what they with what they said. Right. Um, but I'm like, but I'm like, I'm like the floor. If we keep doing this, the floor could just collapse. Like that happens. Yeah. And um, and then we're going back and forth. And then I just remember them going, yeah, like we could do the shows in the basement, but it won't look as good. And I was like. I was like, the floor might cave in. We might not have a house, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we finally, like, we put them in the basement. They didn't look as cool, but, like, the show still went on, like, completely fine. Yeah, they were still but great. I, yeah. I remember people started, like, brainstorming, like, solutions to, like, try and, like, <laughs> additional like, support. Like, yeah. What like, if we get a, con- a contractor in here? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Of course. Like, ways that we can, like, s- structurally make the house better. And I was like, how about, uh, no. <laughs> We put out a massive insurance policy yeah. four days like, before the yeah. show. We charge five dollars to come in here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my it's gosh. Just relax. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so funny. That was like and I and after those ones I like spent the the beginnings of the shows kind of there and then I, I ran door for a bit. Running door was always fun because you we were on Thurman and we would get people come in that were just looking for a party, but yeah. we were like, yo, five dollar cover and then yeah. they get like pissed at us and leave. Yeah. But like we just like, you know, like it's like house show vibes. Like you just give the money to all the bands. I will say though that um, I don't think I don't think I've told anyone this, but my roommate Jay and I, who like we both lived in the house, we would run door a lot, and we always took like thirty bucks out and ordered a pizza in the middle of the night. Dude, hell yeah! That <laughs> it makes was sense. so awesome. <laughs> and so like, and so the <laughs> and so the the delivery guy were like come to the side of the house because that was like people had to come through the garage right and he like he would like come into the garage um and just witness the scene that was like a garage at a house show right just <laughs> yeah yeah and we'd be like pizzas for us like yeah over here. <laughs> he'd always get tipped so well oh, yeah. <laughs> and like uh i miss those shows a lot Dude, I think taking just a little bit of money to grab a pizza is cool. You know, it's it's better than like arbitrarily picking a percentage to like keep for your weird record label. I think that that's a much better. <laughs> that's a bunch Great of call. yeah, much You're better move. Today, you know, yeah, we didn't you know. we didn't run it quite like yeah. a like a business. Yeah. As a band that played at the Chum Bucket, I have absolutely no problem of you guys taking a little bit of money <laughs> a bit for of a pizza. I think, you, I think also too, it's like you did run the, you did run the show, you know, you did risk totally. your, your house, your floor, have a pizza. 100%. Yeah. No big deal. You know, but that's oh, just me. Man. That's a, that's a very inside. Am I, joke? Oh man. Good times, dude. Good times. What was the name of your house called? The, the one on the babe cave, <laughs> the babe cave. Yeah. It awesome. was just called, it was called the babe cave. Cause when we were looking at the house, it was a group of girls that lived there and they had a sign in the basement that said the babe cave. And we just thought that was funny. So we it was a good it. thing. Yeah. The good thing, good thing to clear that up. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. I look, I mean, I actually was thinking about that the other day where I was like, am I a bitch for like doing all that? But we had an issue where on Monday nights it was dollar beers at Carrie's. So we would go to Carrie's and then we would have like our friends over after. And then that like very quickly into, I guess, your year starting, like evolved into like, 
Your and, place was the after. Yeah, well then, because like Anella would go around. I like the only time I've ever got mad at Anella. She would like go around Carrie's and be like, "Come to the Babe Cave after." And I was like, "Stop right. fucking inviting people over to our place that like we yeah. don't know." Yeah, you yeah. know. So then I had to like it kept happening, and then we had to make a point. I like went on the fucking Facebook group one day and was like, "This is not like don't fucking come here." Sure. And then we just had to we basically had to uninvite everybody, and then we go to like Dan, like those group of guys like Dan and John, and be like, "Now you guys are still cool." You but, <laughs> yeah, but, but like. Because, like, some people started coming over, and then they wouldn't fucking leave wouldn't until, like, home. four. And you're yeah. like, I don't oh, yeah. know you. Dude, the foam dome, we had a tough time, too. Like, right. as soon as the show was over, I had a fucking air horn kind right. of deal. And I'd just be like, the show is over. Right. We are going to Winks. Right. Everyone get the fuck out. <laughs> right. Yeah, because, it's, dude, it's never the people you want to stay that stay. No. It's, it's always, always the weirdos. weird, tweaky dudes. Yeah. And again, I love Jamie Phaneuf, but she was a problem of inviting people over. And then she would fuck <laughs> off to a room with like a couple of people. And then a lot of the people she invited over were just downstairs. And we'd be like, we don't want them here anymore. Yeah. Get them out. Yeah. And she'd be like, I went to bed. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh Carl God. and I had to keep like tag teaming, like, fucking, can you guys <laughs> fucking leave? But yeah, that, wasn't, had, that um, wasn't very sick. We did like the, the share the land after party for our year at the Chum Bucket. And I just remembered, like, it was, it was, it was weird. We couldn't get any first years to come to house shows and stuff like that. Like, we just couldn't. Like, no one was interested in coming to it. It was like this weird shift because we were all so stoked on house shows the year before, and no one's, no one from first years coming out to them. They're still being like, people are still coming to them, but no first years, just like a few of them. And we do the Channel Land after party, and I don't know how word got out to all of these first years that the and i come back to to the chum bucket party's already going like do you know how like we had that big window that you could see into the basement and upstairs yeah like uh it's just so the house is so full i like come in people are like introducing themselves to me and they're like <laughs> they're like and they're and they're like oh is this like your place and the and i'll be like yeah who who are you yeah <laughs> And they'd be like, oh, I'm in like, I'm in first year, first year MIA. And I'd be like, sick. And everyone's talking about how crowded it is. And like bringing up that window, you would look through the window and everyone's on the top floor and not a single person <laughs> oh is in the basement. Everyone's just like, it's so crowded here. And we're like, there's beer pong tables downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> like, please, Get someone go downstairs. downstairs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my the, gosh. There's a nice big garage. There's fucking outside. Like, just get out of my house. I remember that night that Josh Grassi uh, brought like a tiny, you know, those like tiny bottles of champagne. I think you were down in the basement with me with a few other people and he's like undoing it uh, and he's never done it before. And he just keeps like pointing it around at everyone. And he's like, do these things always like pop off? And we're like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. They do. Stop <laughs> fucking pointing it at us. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, uh, the, the beef between Craig and Josh continued on Saturday. I declare... Josh tried to full-on call, call Craig out on the during his show. Oh, that was great. That was <laughs> a fun time. So a little backstory, because Josh was definitely listening to this right now. Many years ago, it might have might as well have been an eternity ago. It was probably like four years ago. I lived in an apartment at the time. Josh was doing the podcast, and I think after the pod... 
Craig and Josh are talking or whatever. Josh a completely about, forgettable <laughs> conversation. And by Josh the way. is talking about like grunge revival or something, and, and Craig just goes, "Oh man, like like listen to some pop music." And Josh has never forgot that. Won't let it go. Won't let it go. And the other day they they play a cover of T- a Tuvlo song, and afterwards Josh says that song goes out to Craig because, and then Craig said, "Well, yeah." So they played <laughs> "High" by T- Tovlo or whatever, and it's it's sounding fine. And I fu- I had a feeling this was going to happen, too. And he just goes, <laughs> that song was dedicated to Craig because, uh, and then just the most awkward long pause. <laughs> and I was at the very back, right? And I'm fucking hanging out with my, my coworker. I just came to fucking hear some songs or whatever. And he says this huge pause. And I just yelled out, because I love to get high. And I got a huge laugh from like everyone in the back. And he says, because uh, he said that I don't listen to pop music and just crickets. <laughs> at the first, just No, because everyone's just like, what? What is going on with this? And also, like, dude, it's so impassive. Like, like, four years ago, I was just like, dude. I don't know, just like listen to a pop album once in a while or something. Craig has got I Josh's. Do. I listen to pop music all the time. All the time. And I'm like, okay, man. Craig has got his Whatever. Spotify wrapped every single year because I think Josh, like, makes sure at least one pop album gets on his, like, top five rap. Awesome. So I don't think I've ever replied. I, I love be- for me it's perfect. I love the beef. Just because we're on we're on a bit of a we're on a bit of like I'm assuming stuff that's not actually gonna be included in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. I will definitely oh, include no. that. But if you want to tell a story that that's you don't so want to include it, I'll Yeah, this is this, yeah. is this is this is off this is off the record. Woo woo whoopsie. Off All the right, record. D- off the record. I'll take it off. I get I'll leave I'll actually randomly leave in us shitting on Addison just so he doesn't know <laughs> what we're even talking oh, about. Man. Um dude, let's do some listen to this shit. Yup. Listen to this shit. Okay, so listen to this shit. We'll fucking if Dan remembers to send me his new song, we'll play it here. I'll do, do you it, wanna I'll do it right now. You want okay. me to do it right now? I'll okay. do it right now. Okay, dude, do it right now. Um fucking you pitch to it though. You talk you talk about the song and then we'll play it. Hell yeah. In post. We're not gonna play it literally right now. No, I understand that. <laughs> here, one second. Perfect. I just sent it to you. Yep, I put out a song just the other week. It's called It's a Riot. Uh, I'm stoked on it. It's the second release of mine. Uh, very proud of it. Worked on it with uh, some of my good friends, uh, Rob and uh, Rich. He goes by Coy Leon. Um, yeah, stoked on it. It came together really quickly. Very happy with how it turned out. Um, stoked to keep out, keep uh, putting out more music. You made it. The dollar fifty to maybe not feel complacent. It's not my- 
Dude, that was sick. That's such a sick song. <laughs> I never know how to do that. Every time we like laugh and then I am editing it and I'm like, why do we laugh? Why can't we just keep it serious? I'd be like, nice. Thanks, man. Anyway, it is sick though. I have listened to it. Thank um, you very I'm much. digging the new stuff. Very cool. Um, are you like working towards like an EP or are you just you working on singles until whenever? eventually? I'm kind of yeah. like this year, I'm just like focused on singles. I'm trying to like grow some sort of like following trying to get people to give some sort of shit and then um maybe go for the ep it's just expensive i mean you you know just as well as i do like um making music and getting it mixed and all that is just expensive and time and especially it was like you know it was like sneaker club ended and it's like okay cool so we're not splitting it four ways anymore okay sick right <laughs> um, yeah 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 <laughs> uh and whatnot but yeah so i'm just doing like singles right now like i just sent another one off to get mixed i have like the first mix back actually i'll send that to you too you can give that one oh, a listen dude hell yeah um but yeah i'm kind of just getting that finished up and i don't know when it's coming out yet but figured out no ep quite yet but like maybe working towards it at some nice. point if enough Sweet. people listen if all of you mm -hmm. listen and share it we would be bigger all yeah. of us collectively if you everyone all send if you five hundred dollars yes let's say yeah, let's do a, everybody send each all three of us five hundred dollars <laughs> and the world so... would be a better place it would help us out. It would, really. it would certainly help. It would certainly help. Um, okay, listen to this shit. I got some songs. Uh, Alberta Cross, Between You and Me. Listen to that shit. Not a band I've listened to in a while, but they put out a new single, and I liked it. Um, Ready the Prince, Comeback Single, Backslider. Listen to that shit. And Paramore, You First. I really like their oh, new shit. album. They and put I, out the album. It's very good. I would oh, listen fuck. to it. Okay. I mean, it's, it's good. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's gonna like blow your dick off, but it's. Right. I also have no qualms with it, and Sweet. I like the song "You First. So listen to that shit. Sweet. What do you got? Um, I was over at the Winter Spectacular at the Children's Museum this past weekend. It was a fucking killer time. 
uh, put on by some really kind folks uh, and some amazing bands, dude. Uh, our own Bobby's uh, Strawberry Cough Hell was playing. Yeah. And uh, speaking of bands that uh, try to call people up to the front and sometimes <laughs> doesn't work out, three songs in, they go, yo, you guys can get a little closer. Everyone went right up to the wow. front. Hell yeah. It was nice. fucking dope. It was, a, it was a sight to be seen. Sat at the Mall by Strawberry Cough. New single. Listen to that shit. Love that. <laughs> Wait, so sorry, good, right? sorry. Say, what's their name one more They're time? They're called Strawberry Cough. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I was hearing something. I was heard stra- Strawberry Cock. Dude, nice. 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 <laughs> Hell, Hell yeah, yeah, dude. Delicious. Uh, <laughs> fucking uh, Ombigaze uh, were out there. They were A lot of their members were organizing the event. Uh, great job, guys. Dude, how do I spell that? It's a O-M-B-I-G-I-Z-I. G-I-Z-I. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Spirit in Me, great track. Listen to that shit. Also, big shout out to Eric, their drummer. Uh, fucking killer time on Saturday night, man. Hell yeah. Uh, and uh, a new band that I had never heard of before. They were playing on the same stage as Mets, I believe. Whoa. Um, Mets Bonnie Trash. Fucking okay. sick band, dude. They were straight up fucking punk rockers. It was dope. Silence is a killer. Listen to that shit off nice. their latest mm-hmm. album. Sweet, man. All right, Dan, what do you got for us? Okay, I'm going to hit you guys with some. I'm hoping you haven't heard them. Actually, I have one of the songs is off of, hold on, I have the I have the record right here on Whoa. my wall. Whoa. Right here. Uh, listen to uh, Talk Down by Dijon. Whoa. Cool. Like the cool mustard. Name. Nice. Yeah, fuck yeah. Listen to Talk by Beba Doobie. Okay. Beba Doobie. Have you guys ever listened to Beba Doobie? I have, I've no, like, I'm not familiar. I uh, I just learned her name like a couple uh, months ago when we were talking about Taylor Swift. I think she's opening for Taylor Swift on mm-hmm. a couple dates or something. Mm. Yeah. She's great. She's kind of like the, she's kind of like part of this like new wave kind of rock thing. It's not like straight up rock, but it's like a lot of rock influence, which is really cool. Uh, and then finally, uh, listen to uh drunk girls by lcd sound system nice good pick yep that's a band i've never listened to but like i see like they're a band that i'm like oh i should listen to them i see them around like they seem like they have like a big their albums are their albums are very like for me their albums are very like you gotta like sit down and like listen to the whole thing like i don't tend to like pick songs out to just listen to um but like Albums collectively are like really good, really okay. fun that's listens. Vibe. It was my dome. My dome boys used to put that on quite. Oh, regularly. okay. Yeah, yeah. that's. What it seems like like guys that are like big music dude. Like they're just yeah. like like record guys, which I guess makes sense. Like totally. yeah, guys were like, dude, this. Oh, you gotta sit down and listen to the album, dude. You gotta close <laughs> the blinds and listen to the whole album. Okay, cool, Hell dude. Yeah. Anything else you want the people to know, Dan? Anything else I want the people to know? Uh, listen to my new song, please. Uh, other than that, there's not too much else going on in my life right now. Oh, dude, I, I got work. a question for you yeah, that, that Craig, Craig's not going to be able to relate to. Who do you, uh, who do you got winning the F1 championship this year? F1 championship this year, I think, I mean, I obviously think Red Bull is going to be really competitive in it this year. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like, I want to say, I want to say Red Bull is probably strongest, right now i just haven't like seen we haven't seen anything yet yeah there's right? been nothing to see like you just gotta go on hope 
Like Mercedes was Mercedes was shit in the bed last season. Yeah, um, they got a black car though, so they like do every, like everybody else. So hopefully they'll come yep. back. Yeah, uh, Ferrari. I'd love to see Ferrari do well, but they were also struggling a lot last season. I'm stoked for the new because like that the new Drive to Survive seasons coming out. I know on like, Friday. Yeah, that's crazy. Hell yeah, dude. And they normally do like whole season at once. None of that one yeah, one one yeah. week bullshit. Yeah, dude, I'm trying to watch all of you right now, not half of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm it trying to get on that too. <laughs> yeah, give it to me, dude. Yeah, um, yeah man, I don't, I'm hoping Ferrari. I was like, I'm a huge Daniel Ricciardo guy, and I'm a very anti Max Verstappen guy. So I'm feeling conflicted now that they're on mm. the same team again. Was Ferrari the team that had they fucking ran over their pit driver, the their pit crew guy the other day? Uh, oh, um, or was that a hot minute ago? It would have been a while ago, but I think it was Ferrari. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, just yeah. drove right over the dude's Fer- leg. Ferrari has a new team principal though, so hopefully they do. It's yeah, they be got good. rid of uh, Mr. Bonotto, big yeah. hair, small glasses. <laughs> That's the way I go too. It was quite the look. Yeah, it was quite the look. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, hopefully, I was talking to Reed Velitis the other day, who's uh, Nick DeSalvia's good childhood friend. We were talking about right. Uh, we were talking about the season this year, and we both said, "I said I feel bad because I have nothing against Oscar Piastri except for the fact that he took Daniel's seat. So I, <laughs> I'm not I'm not hoping anything good for him, which isn't fair because it's nothing he did. Yeah, but I like still. I like that Daniel's with another team now, though. He just like. He was like he was really starting to piss me off because it was just like every race like you're in your second season with the team every race is just like I just haven't gotten adjusted to the car <laughs> yet and you're like hey dude like you got to get adjusted yeah. okay you know what the biggest mind fuck though was it was in Mexico he fucking spins out Yuki Sonoda he gets like a five second penalty or something where like it's just gonna be like taking off his time at the end of the race sure, so, yeah, so they yeah. just go like all right Daniel you got a five second time penalty for that and he just goes okay, I'll drive faster. <laughs> Fucking rips, like drives a perfect race and finishes like 12 seconds ahead of the guy behind him. So the penalty did just nothing for him. And it was like, this what guy should have started hell? every single race with a five second penalty. Like he just Jesus. all of a sudden he got a penalty and he was like, all right, I'll drive good then. And just like killed it. That's unreal. Like, like he was like passing guys and then like getting far enough ahead of them. It was like, dude, what the fuck? Where was that? And like by this point already had lost his seat, knew he wasn't racing this year. And it was just like, brother, where was that? Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, you got adjusted to the car after. He was, was, was like, you got a penalty, brother. I was bummed because I didn't really get to watch too much of last season. Just like with my work, it was like I, I just kept working Sundays. Yeah. And it was pissed me off. But like, I'm going to be able to like actually watch the season this year, which I'm really yeah. stoked about because I work Monday to Friday. Fuck yeah, dude. Nice. That's the only sport I got into. Yeah. It's the only sport I like. I watch basketball too, but I've been watching know. competitive tag a little bit oh, recently. Yeah, yeah. That's dude, crazy. That comes Isn't it on nuts? after uh, Monday Night Raw, so Does we always really? watch a little bit of it after. Dude, it's crazy. It was <laughs> the guys at Grooves. I went. I went to buy a sealed copy of Kiss Alive the other Fuck day. Yeah. And uh, they were fucking watching competitive tag on YouTube. I was like, what the fuck it is, is this? very funny. Dude, it's stressful. It's stressful. They take it very seriously. They do. They're fucking parkour. Parkour. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's tough watching it, man. It's just so like, so like you're on paced. edge watching it. Yeah, I'm oh, yeah. stressed out. Yeah. There's a lot of like uh, like that thing you do when you when you are playing tag where you like you try to like tuck your back in. Yeah. I find myself doing that a lot when I'm like watching Like cats it. avoiding yeah. getting yeah. pet. You know? A lot of just like, Gah! and then there's just like, hey, there's no way he got him. And then you see the replay. He fucking got he him. Fucking got him, dude. He fucking mm-hmm. got him good. Yeah. It's funny, dude. The, the amount of things that are just out in the world that people like, that's their life. 
Yeah. Like imagine being like, what do you do? And like, I play tag. Yeah. How much money can you make from that though? Really? No shot. You know what? We just learned that the fucking slap fighting guys make like five grand a fighters or to, or a, no. like to win, to win. And, it's, uh, it's a so shocking <laughs> little amount of money. <laughs> it's a shocking amount of money. Like five grand is nothing so to get little. your face fucked up. And that's oh, like the yeah. championship pot. It's not even to place. It's yeah, like, they gotta like fly yeah. to Vegas. <laughs> you have to like win win the whole fucking thing so i can't imagine playing tag is 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 winning a lot how the fuck do you get into slap fighting i have no idea there's no way i, I said it would go <laughs> <laughs> i said when we were i would much rather get into the like a ufc octagon with like a real fighter then and just have to try to survive for like a round i would way rather than, yeah. than do slap fighting there's you no know you're gonna get your shit wrong <laughs> yeah and like even still like if you're putting me in there with like a ufc like honestly a ufc trainer of any type of uh i mean i've been going to this muay thai gym and people that are like not that well trained can fuck me up but like you know so if you're going in there with an elite guy and i just have to try to not get hit for five minutes i'm probably still gonna get fucked up but i, no, I, I can at least act like yeah i would prefer that. i can at least act like I got knocked out though. So it's like you have a scapegoat, right? True. Yeah. true. If I go into the octagon with like a UFC fighter, the second he 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 gets even he brushes my head, I'm collapsed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, going yeah. down for sure. I'm also making so many bets with Vegas beforehand that I'm going down <laughs> in the first round. Yeah. Four seconds I'm gonna yeah. go down. You just gotta rush in and then and then fall. Yeah. 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 Fuck. Those yeah, dudes dude. just gotta get collapsed <laughs> at least one time. Mm -hmm. that's yeah, no once, if you don't get i guess you can tap out too i guess in that but like yeah if you don't get knocked out the thing is is like if i'm getting hit i'm not tapping out because i want to hit you back yeah exactly yeah can i hit you and then i tap out afterwards yeah, yeah, yeah. okay i'm done i'm done wall up a guy and then be like i, I quit i don't want to do it's this like anymore. crossing the finish line <laughs> in, in fucking mario kart and then just unplugging yeah, the whole yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm done we're done i won already <laughs> god damn it oh man uh, dan this was fun brother anytime yeah, we can we can like stop recording and like still chat after but uh this was a hell of a time anytime you want to come on hell yeah make it happen i really have to make like a trip to london at some point i haven't been to london really since i moved out of it uh but i need to come back see some people hell yeah hang yeah, yeah maybe a show that's worth uh worthwhile come down for a yeah. weekend or something yeah, yeah that would be sick yeah, dude. I got a fucking uh, I'm in a townhouse now, so if you need a room. Oh sick. I got a room. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Everybody uses it to their fucking yeah, their pleasure. Their liking, especially yeah. Josh. Yeah. I'm gonna start charging Josh from now on. <laughs> fucking guy. All right, let's stop recording and yeah. uh fucking actually wait, before you go though, get Phineas. Okay, so this is Phineas the Fern. He's a good boy. Shiny side up. Tone Capture.